to the Lit AF podcast with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. I am feeling all the feelings this week, but as always, I'm excited to be back here with you today talking about spiritual and personal growth conversations for the recovering insecure attachment type. I am doing an emergency recording. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's not an emergency, obviously, but I am recording in a very strange, tiny cubicle closet, really, in my office. And I'm not using my professional recording equipment because I, um, I needed to get this one out. So I had recorded last week's intro. I sent it to the editor. I was feeling so good about being ahead of schedule. And then, of course, on Friday, we received the awful news from the Supreme Court about Roe v. Wade being uh, turned over. I am feeling all the feelings. I did not want to start this episode without some sort of acknowledgement of what was going on. Uh, I cried. I cried when I found out. I still cry sometimes when I'm thinking about it. It just, it's a really... To me, it's a very painful decision, and um, it once again is reminding me of the fact that people want to control women's bodies and that we don't yet have autonomy over our own bodies, our own lives. I mean, when was the last time that you were ever involved in a debate about whether or not vasectomy was legal? Probably never. Probably never, because we're not having those conversations. Instead, we're having conversations about women's bodies continually over and over and over again. My heart goes out to anyone that is in a state that is affected by this. Any teenagers out there that are so confused and so scared about what this means for their future, under-resourced communities, they are going to be the fucking hardest hit with this. And you know what? No one from that background was in that room making that decision. And that to me is the biggest issue that we have where, you know, they just weren't represented at all. And they are the ones that are going to suffer the most. Absolutely. Hands down. It's hard. It's so hard. And what I've seen on social media is an outpouring of just love and support. But most of that comes from women, trans community, in the LGBT community. And I just have to wonder where are my hetero cis men, especially my white hetero cis men in this discussion. We need your support. We need your support. We need all of your love. We need, we need you to be vocal about this. We all have to be in this fight. Unless all of us have equality, none of us have equality. <sighs> And you know what? I know this is getting even scarier with talks about uh, gay marriage being revoked. And I think rather than fear-mongering and looking into the future, it is so, so, so important to just be in the moment, be with the feelings that are here, and then fight like fucking hell. Because that's our only option. We've done it before. 
We're going to do it again. I have no doubt. And I'm just absolutely shocked that our generation has to deal with this, but we do. And that is, that is our reality. That is our current reality. A week ago it wasn't, but it is today. <laughs> so I'm just trying to keep, you know, keep updated, keep with the times. It's really rough. So if you're going through it, if you are really feeling this, my heart is with you. Feel free to send me a DM on the Instagrams. I'd love to chat about it. Any of your thoughts. I've had a few people reach out sharing their story about abortion. It really, really means a lot to me. So um, you're not alone. You are so not alone at all. We're all in this together. And if you need financial help with an abortion or any sexual service, please reach out to me. I would love to help you. There ain't no shame in asking. And I've compiled a few uh, funds for you to donate to that will help support abortion rights across the United States. So the first one that I want to talk about is from Glennon Doyle. She's the founder of Together Rising. And right now, if you make a donation to Together Rising, you can find them on Instagram at together.rising. They have promised that every penny, every cent of your donation will fund abortion rights and the fight for reproductive justice. They're really good about getting straight to the actual person that needs it. A lot of times with these nonprofits, you're funding kind of the overall operations and not necessarily the actual program or the actual client that needs the help, the monetary help. So highly recommend Together Rising. Another great fund to donate to is um, the National Abortion Access Fund for survivors. So domestic abuse survivors suffer the most from this new legislation. They are often suffering from chronic sexual abuse from their partners. And a lot of them don't actually want to have pregnancies that come to term. So we definitely want to help those humans, those humans with uteruses. So if you're interested in donating to that, just search for National Abortion Access Fund for Survivors, organized by Sonia Passy. And then the last one is donating to your local and state abortion fund. And what this will do is they're going to pay for humans with uteruses that need to travel to states where abortion is still available. So the way that the best way to find that, the one that's closest to you is you can just Google local or state abortion fund. And if you can't find that, the one that's local to you, donate to the National Network for Abortion Funds. And I'm going to link all of those on my Instagram in my bio. So you can check that out if you need to. My Instagram is, um, it's me, Sarah Cohan. That's S-A-R-A-H. C-O-H-A-N. And on that, um, my link tree, you'll see the links for all three of those. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being in this fight. We're in it together. That is all I can say. So about today's episode, it's about surviving COVID. (laughs) It's about getting through COVID. It's with two of my dearest friends. We all randomly went to an event together a couple weeks ago. We all randomly got COVID together. And This is just a fun, hilarious episode about how we all got through it together in community, which I have to say, if you're going to get COVID, get it with friends because it's so fun. 
<laughs> it's not fun. I don't want to diminish. I don't want to diminish exactly what we all went through, but it was definitely better in community. I just want to have a quick upfront disclosure. This is in no way whatsoever medical advice. Please consult your doctor, your healthcare professional for medical advice. Um, this is in no way whatsoever a supplement for that. Leave it to the professionals is what I like to say. So I uh, definitely want to say that. And if you are going through COVID, have been through COVID, uh, my heart is with you. And I just wish you a swift recovery. And of course, my heart goes out to anyone that has um, suffered from this from this pandemic long-term. I don't want to diminish that experience either. We're just kind of at the tail end of it. So we're getting, we're getting the weakest version of COVID that currently exists, I'm sure. So here it is. I hope you enjoy. I hope it gives you a little, you know, breath of fresh air, something else to think about during this time. And we will be back here with you as always next week. All right, let's head to the episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about COVID today. Sorry, I feel like we should, we should just do kind of like a feelings check-in, like a physical, emotional feelings check-in. Like, how are we just today with COVID? I love that. Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel good. I feel really good yesterday and today. Um, I'm feeling a little tired today, but I think that's, um, for other reasons than COVID. Mm. (laughs) Fun. I hope they're fun reasons. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it feels great to be back, you know? Welcome back. (laughs) I feel like you fell the hard. I feel like you got the worst COVID and now you're recovered the fastest. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. But yeah, no cough, no congestion, uh, feeling pretty strong. Yeah. And this is what day 12 for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It was, it started for me last Thursday. Okay. Oh, wow. So day 11. Yeah. We're on, we're on the same schedule. Yeah. But that was, what was weird is that yours was just a slow burn. I don't, I don't know what I have. I like, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I have COVID. I have, I have to keep saying it. I have COVID. Um, I feel awful today. I was like on the mend and then did not sleep well. I think I slept two hours last night. And so sore, sore throat and just like brain fog and just, I was exhausted. I was really tired. I know. So that's how I'm feeling today. But like, don't know if that's COVID related but because of COVID, I was sleeping till 11 every day. And so my sleep schedule is like super fucked. Same. I've been napping Ugh. a lot too. So it's like, ah, such a leisurely life to just nap and then Love sleep, that. watch TV and have an excuse to do it all because I'm sick. It's the best. So transitioning back to real life is a little jarring. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But how are you? How are you feeling, Rachel? I feel... Pretty good, except I am sinusy, which you can probably hear in my voice. <laughs> and like I've been waking up just completely clogged up here. <laughs> like sorry to be a graphic there. Nope. We're gonna but, get graphic um, today. Oh uh, yeah, it's just like 
Ugh. I feel I feel it. Um, but yeah. it feels like it's coming out. So that's good. I mean, we love that, right? Gotta get it out. Gotta clear right. it out. Did you take Mucinex? I haven't taken Mucinex in a couple of days because I'm pretty sure that was the thing making me high. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you're off, you're that, first, <laughs> that first day I took Mucinex, I go for a walk. It was like I had such a nice day where I had a nice video chat in the morning with some people. Ended up staying one-on-one with a new friend of mine where we were just talking about all these deep things. And I was like, wow, I feel so nourished. And then we signed off. It was lunchtime. I had a nice lunch. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the dog for a walk because I live out in like beautiful nature. So as I'm taking the dog for a walk, I decide to make this moment like, let's see how present I can get. This is like a social experiment for me or a psychological experiment for me because, I mean, we've heard so many times before that like anxiety is about fixating on the future. Depression is about fixating on the past. So pretty much all of our problems are because of a rupture from the present moment. So let me just see what happens if I get so present to the point where I'm like borderline delusional and in denial about other things (laughs) in my life, just to see how that feels. And it was such a good time. Like so good. I was walking and I had, um, well, I told you guys, I had this Celtic background music going on in my, these big headphones too. So it's like, I pretty much just imagined that I was the background character in some like medieval role-playing game that like my brother would have played in high school. (laughs) Like it was so, so nice. So fun. I was like, wow. The trees are so green right now. And like, I just feel at peace with the state of the world, even though it's a trash fire in a lot of ways. And like, that's okay. Cause we're all going to die. And that's okay too, because I am an eternal soul. I was like truly vibing. And I was like, wait a minute, am I high right now? <laughs> she, was like, like, she like adjusted, <laughs> adjusted her corset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta get those so. boobs out. <laughs> uh, what day was that, Rachel? That I feel was... like we should. Yeah. I think that was either Thursday or no, that would have been a Sunday because it was after our Sunday call. So I think I got sick on the Wednesday, Mm. got the COVID test on Saturday, got my results Sunday morning. And then that's when all of our iPhones went off with like the exposure stuff. Exposure. I was like, okay, well, I can't do anything anyway. Let's go for a walk. Sarah, should you context set? Want to set? Yeah. Yeah. So it all started um 11 no wait oh, two weeks ago two weeks ago right monday it's on monday yeah yep. not last monday but the monday before we went to a career networking event all three of us leslie was speaking um and sharing her very expansive story about finding her new job which is incredible hmm. and literally at the beginning of the event leslie was like turns looks at me and she goes should we all put our masks on and i literally laugh in her face i'm like ha <laughs> what COVID? And she's like, San Francisco's in this spike. And I'm just like, I don't care. And I'm (laughs) pregnant, (laughs) like just flouting fate to the wind. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know what I was thinking, but you, you knew and COVID was there. And, um, and I think I got the text from you on Friday. Is that right? 
mm-hmm. or Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think it was either – I think it could have been Saturday because I had been feeling crummy starting on Thursday, uh, just off, you know, low energy, was thinking that I was starting to get a cold. Then um, Friday hit and I powered through at work, but I really didn't feel good. Then Saturday came and I woke up with a fever, body aches to the 10th degree, uh, a cough, and I was super emotional, like so Mm. emotional, feeling Mm. like I I FaceTimed with my best friend and she was, I was just like, (laughs) the minute that I got on the phone. Uh, And I took the test and the line showed up immediately. Yeah. Um, wow. First, hard. You get a hard a dark, line. Hard line in the sand. Then the second line showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I'll be interested to see what you, you all think. But I was, it was a weird, like, it finally got me. Mm. You know? Me too. I was like, and I've been of, hit. Yeah. In two years, I've been walking around here unscathed. Like I got finally my turn without getting it. I got through. Yeah, exactly. It's like Saturn return. Um, <laughs> I got through teaching without getting it. I got through, uh, you know, many big events with people, but there's definitely a spike happening right now. Yet no yeah. one's acting like it. It is like yeah, I was no on acting like it. a few weeks ago and no one was wearing a mask. So it's, it's a bizarre, um, time. It is a bizarre um, time. But yeah, and then then we started our super hashtag super spreader support group, yeah, uh, group text, and then we all shared how we were feeling. And so when I said, "Okay, I have the vid," what did you all say? Oh my god, it must be me too. Because well, I remember I started posting on Instagram about how I was sick. I forget why there was a point to it, and then you responded to my story, being like, "Wait a minute, you're sick too," and I was like, oh, "That's oh, how you no. figure it out." And I was like, what about Sarah? And then somehow and we you texted all connected. Me. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, it's the COVID. It's the vet. But then I, so I was sick for six days straight. I tested every single day. I tested negative every single day. That's so right. And then on the seventh day, woke up feeling amazing. Like better <laughs> than ever. Wait, you yeah. said the seventh day, right? Seventh day. Okay, yeah. That's so she weird has risen. The eighth day is when this happened to me. This happened to my friend who just had COVID. The eighth day exactly is when we get sick again. And I had a mm. fever on the eighth day. I think that I have a fever. I don't know. I did find a thermometer in my house after all the symptoms were gone. After but you were I, know, after I was like, I don't know if I have a fever or not. wish I had a thermometer. Oh, if you had actually looked in the box. Anyway. Um, but on the eighth day, sick again, but it hit emotionally. Where, mm. like, I had all this fear of death come up. I saw myself. I felt, like, it in my chest and the fever again. I was like, oh, my God, am I getting worse? What if this is how it happens? And, like, what if I end up on a ventilator? What if this is the beginning of the end for me? All happened really fast. And the same thing happened to my friend. She's like, I've never had, like, a weird fixation about death like that before. And I was Whoa. like, well, I have because <laughs> Scorpio stellium. But <laughs> our eighth house stellium, both. Born for this. Um, I'm ready. This is my, yeah, this is my kiddie pool. But uh, yeah, so it's weird that that happened to you too for yeah. the eighth day. Eighth seventh day. day. It was, yeah, seventh it felt great. But then that was the day that I tested positive with the tiniest, faintest little shadow of a line. Hmm. 
shadow of a COVID. And ever since then, I have been testing positive with a shadow of a COVID mm. for like, when was that? That was last Wednesday. Hmm. So it's been five days of little yeah, tiny COVID. It takes a long time. And it's not a little COVID baby, even though it's a, even though it's a, sh- a shadow of a line. Yeah. We want to think that that means you have less COVID, but yeah. you still have COVID. Yeah. So what I read online is like, it takes a lot of virus to even have a shadow of a line. So like, wow, I've got a lot, I've got a viral load folks. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I felt awful because the night, so the night before I was feeling better, but the night before I tested positive, I was feeling better. And I was like, I must've just gotten a cold. These ladies got the Rona. Don't know what the fuck's up with that. Super weird. I'm going to go to acupuncture. And I'm telling the acupuncture lady how I've just been testing negative and I'm great. And then the next morning I have to text her and be like, sorry. Oh, the text test, of shame. Test, right. That's positive. I don't know that's what happened. Another, that's another good topic of conversation. Who did you have to tell? And oh, how? oh my God. She was my, she was my only one. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like fully isolated out here in the woods. You're like telling your dog, I have COVID. This is yeah. weird. Tammy, I need we need to talk. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I got scared for a minute because I wasn't sure if COVID translated to birds. Mm. Translated is the wrong word. Transferred. Transferred. Brain fog. Baby. Brain fog, baby. <laughs> I swear it's like dyslexia times a lot of numbers. But yeah, I got scared because I didn't know if birds could if it could be transmitted to birds, but no, he's fine. Knock on wood. Oh, thank God. So thank God. Is that well, a thing? Really? Could I heard that it is transferable to cats because they tested a lion or sorry, a tiger at some zoo back East, I think who tested positive for COVID. I remember that. Like I remember this ago. back in 2020 lore. Yeah. You know, we didn't know what was like up or down. Oh my God. But then I was thinking too, like bird, bat, not the same species. <laughs> like, is there any enough of a crossover here that I should be socially distancing from Mr. Bird for a minute? I just okay. all the different animal, like all the different animal cops, like what they all sound like. It's like a nursery, nursery rhyme, animal cough. <laughs> oh, but usually when animals are coughing, it's like a bad sign. Oh. Like yeah, they have COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like another degenerative respiratory disease. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thing. Okay, we need to come back to the bat, but Leslie, you got to tell us first <laughs> who did yeah. you have what, to text? Who I what were the I'd seen, Yeah, I'd seen mm-hmm. – you know, it's interesting because I was talking to one of my good friends and she had – her son had just had it. And mm-hmm. I was feeling on Saturday, the day that I was the worst, the first day that I tested positive – she was like, you know, it's don't feel bad. Like this, we're in a virus, like we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like this is what happens. Like there's a lot of shame that comes with it because of the fear, but everyone, you know, it's not your fault. Right. Um, Cause I think that her son had a lot of emotional, like sadness around like feeling shameful that he got it. Um, so mm. she already pep talk and I wasn't necessarily feeling that way but in the back of my brain I was like I do have a couple people I should probably let know them know um so I I had take I had helped out a couple of kids that I work with weekly and I helped them the 
two nights before that. Um, and the reason why I felt really bad was because Thursday I thought that I had just had a cold. And so I went oh, anyway, even though I was starting to kind yeah. of show symptoms. So versus Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, Monday, I saw someone Tuesday, I saw someone, but I didn't feel bad those times mm. that day, those days. So I didn't tell them. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did tell, I did tell, um, my, the folks that I help, help out with, they didn't get it though. So, um, yeah, thank goodness. My husband hasn't gotten it either. I mean, wow, we've been holed up in this tiny apartment, this one bedroom apartment for 12 days now. Wow. And he's not testing positive. He hasn't made it. Genetically elite. Yeah, for sure. But I think he's reptilian. So that's like a whole other (laughs) conversation. (laughs) Reptilian overlord. Yeah, we'll circle back. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is separate. I'm like so. into that. <laughs> Reptilian overlord? Sign me up. <laughs> Someone legit asked him that on the bar. Like, <laughs> that like is the was... most San Francisco thing I've ever heard, I think. Totally right. He was like, what are you talking about? And then obviously we had to watch the documentary because it's so funny. Um, and real, obviously. Obviously real. Um, okay, but let's go back to the bat. So we had a lot of musings on the the origins of covid which i thought were really interesting rachel if you want to oh yeah this was one of my mucinex <laughs> spun out tangents where it was like i'm pretty sure i started texting you guys this from the woods again where i was like yeah. everything's so green i'm connected but you know what's crazy you guys <laughs> is how one single bat has shifted the outcome of the entire world one bat And we only know that because of the luxury of information access we have. That's crazy. And then it made me think about all the things we don't know have such a huge impact on us to the point where it's like, literally the cells in my body have been affected by this bat from many time zones away. I don't know. I I feel like I can't really put words to how mind blowing that is. (laughs) I was reading it. I was like, I have a 101 fever and Rachel's tripping balls. I'm going to- <laughs> and I was like, I have a cold. I don't have COVID. <laughs> and then someone on my TikTok was like, COVID has the energy of fear. So when you get COVID, you're processing this fear, this unconscious fear. That's right. Like, yeah. And the bat, this is all crazy. <laughs> it's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> But it is kind of crazy to think that, like, those genes from that bat are now in our body. Like, that's pretty wild. Totally. And, like, oh, I don't like that. I'm not a big bat girl. I don't. <laughs> You're a bat girl? <laughs> that's okay. Noted. With bats. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want their stuff in my stuff, you know? Well, it's too mm. late for that, Leslie. How many other things are floating around that we've already got you know I don't want to think about that I mean ever since I learned about um the bugs that live in our eyelashes I'm sorry okay. I didn't know that all right um sorry, and- <laughs> let's talk like, sorry the, the juicy television talk uh, shows or movies that you watch I think this was my favorite part of it yeah. my favorite part number one was being in community with you two yes yeah. me too I think that was like my highlight. It was just like every day we'd check in with each other. Anytime something went different or like better or worse, we'd check in with each other. We're like recommending drugs. Like it was just really (laughs) wonderful. I was like, I 
too on Mucinex? Is that what's making me happy? <laughs> I know. I'm like, should, should Mucinex sponsor this podcast episode? That is <laughs> Sarah, a great idea. You're going to have to send some emails after this. Just... I will definitely talk to them. And Mucinex is a great product in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, but also Wait, be man. careful. Be careful with that. Stuff. Be careful. You don't know what, where you're going to go with it, which I, is You know what? When I went to buy it, they had – I went to the self-checkout. And then they were like, you have to, you need assistance. Like something in your car is, you shouldn't be buying here. Like, or you have to like register that you bought it. You had to put the, your age in, like when you buy alcohol. And I was oh, like, okay. how did I buy? I was only Good buying shit. pop. And then I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> what am I getting Well, it's into? all about set and setting, Rachel, when I do drugs. I just so bought I, the, um, what? Set and setting. Like you were in the What's perfect- that? You were like set up to have it like in the perfect setting to just, you know, release yourself to the five dimensions. Oh, to the Mucinex. <laughs> Mucinex sponsored my ascension to the 5D. I'm here now, you guys. It's I'm clogged because of the altitude change. So yeah. Thank you, Mucinex. Thank you, Mucinex. Anyway. Um, but yeah, but the best thing that came out of being on this text chain together was that we also were able to give each other some TV show advice, which really is the most important thing. Let's be real. 100%. Yeah. I think my favorite thing that came out of it was Hacks on HBO Max. Oh, such a soothing show. What a show. What, you know, it's, it's got lesbians, it's got trans people, it's got old women on TV, which I think is so important. It's got comedy, like. And it's got like a really unlikely friendship, right? Yeah. Like, that's which I I really love those kinds of shows where you don't know which direction it's going to go in, but then it ends up, you know, being something that has yeah. some sort of message. Yeah. And they pull it off. Like it's yeah, well exactly. done. It wasn't, I was like, how are they possibly going to be friends? Like I, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. And it, they made it work. It was so good. I also, I also love that they had other uh, character plots in the background, like the like the um, agent with his assistant oh, who was a yes. nightmare, and then her other assistant. Like really, really good. I completely agree. Yeah, it really well done. Really well done. Who is the um, the actress that plays the main character? What is her name? I don't know, but she's like Tom Cruise, like but a woman form. Just like I don't even. <laughs> I don't like Tom Cruise, but she's like so she's just ageless, you know? Like she just Jean Smart. So yeah. she was in designing women for anyone that's um watched that show. And I just she's classless, like or not classless. <laughs> Brian Fogg. Brian Fogg. Yes, I know, I totally No, she is absolutely <laughs> the definition of class. Like I just I'm obsessed with her. I haven't yeah. watched the show yet. Yeah. You're in for a treat. Oh, you, truly. Truly. What did you watch, Rachel? Um, I actually didn't watch a whole lot of TV. I just kind of had it on in the background. But what was on was the Kardashians. Mm. Oh. Classic. Yeah. A classic. Mm-hmm. That's nice, too, because you can kind of like it, – it goes forever. So you can feel like they're just there with you. That's you know? really my – yeah. I'm like, I'm going to pretend that I am actually on vacation with them in Bora Bora right now while uh, Chris loses her – sorry, Kim loses her diamond earring in the ocean. It's like I'm ending. right with you, Kimmy, feeling your feels. <laughs> you want to talk about it in the hot tub? I'll Let's go over there. there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in a fever. 
It's on the couch in a fever, sweating. Fever dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's so, go. What yeah. about you, Les? I watched uh, a, a lot of things. Um, uh, most recently, Cha Cha Real Smooth on Ugh. Apple TV, which, you know what? I'll say it, unpopular opinion, maybe not sure, haven't surveyed the crowd, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. Wow. I, I think I had too high of expectations for it, um, and it wasn't interesting enough for me, though I did think that the main guy character was very sweet and cute. Um, I watched, uh, oh my gosh, Enter Brain Fog. Um, I watched uh, the the... Yellow Jackets on Showtime, oh. terrifying. Um, but I got so thick into it that I couldn't turn back. Oh. Um, so I hate it when that happens, yeah, it was it it for for those of who don't know, it's about a girls' soccer team um, that gets um, in a gets in a plane crash, and uh, that's the extent of what I'll say. But it's real Lords of the Flies, Ooh. like gets, Ooh. yeah, it gets yeah. crazy. Um, and then I also watched, um, some Ted Lasso, which is mm. always a good time Classic. As, as well as some selling sunset, which, mm. oh yeah, I really I understand Rachel about the reality. Yeah. TV. It's like watching Both someone things. else's lifestyle. I really, my intention with doing that is to literally just like channel or flood my subconscious with stuff that's normal to them. Mm. I want to make Smart. that normal too. What I thought you were going to say psychoanalyze. I mean, that too, for <laughs> sure. But how can you not? <laughs> I know. So funny. I know the character development is crazy. I do notice a shift in um, between like the first couple seasons versus some of the seasons in the middle. I feel like I've it's kind of shifted, but they definitely edited it to create conflict that wasn't really truly there. And the reason I noticed it is because I found the first season or two very soothing because it was very just like, they're just a family doing family stuff together, even though it's like mm. still a reality TV show. They're just like having family moments. And then the couple middle seasons that kind of stressed me out, it was just someone fighting with another person within the family unit. And it's like, this is not soothing to me. Mm. Too familiar. Too much fighting. So, yeah. Um, goss about sun selling sunset. Wait, did I say that right? Selling Hot sunset. Hot goss. Hot goss. Oh. Amanda Francis was on that show. Who's Amanda Francis? Amanda Francis, who's like manifestation money guru lady teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Amanda Francis was on it, and apparently she like threw a fit and like was really unhappy with one of them, and then like fired them in the middle of the show or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, I wonder what season. I haven't watched all the seasons, which I might dive back into tonight for funsies. Um, that sounds very fun. And I am, yeah, I'll have to just Google it. Yeah, Google, yeah, Google which episode she's on. Yeah, a different thread. I mean, everyone that started talking about it was like, oh my God, Amanda Francis was on the show. And I was like, I follow her now on the Instas and she's pregnant with twins and we're similar. We're at a similar gestation time. So, I've become obsessed with her, but not because of her money teachings, because of her right, right sharing about being pregnant, which I always love. Um, not always love. I just love that now. I don't know why I said always. Brain fog. COVID brain. <laughs> Need a little like punch card for every time one of us has COVID brain, brain fog. fog. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey there. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. I know I am. If you're enjoying the Lit AF podcast, I humbly ask you to make a financial contribution to the Lit AF tip jar. Your support will help make this podcast happen. Financial contributions help to cover costs like podcast hosting site, podcast recording software, and it also helps us to pay our amazing, talented podcast editor that brings us these sweet episodes every single week. Monthly and one-off donation options are available, and we've got some sweet thank you gifts for everyone participating. If you're interested in making your financial contribution, please visit sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Now back to this week's episode. Thank you so much. Um, okay. So what I really want to hear from each of you is like your big takeaways from this experience. Cause I feel like for me, my take, I'll just start. Mm-hmm. My takeaway is that this was the first time I've ever been sick and was able to rise above the pain and not fall into victimhood and be like, Oh my God, this is happening yeah. to me. I can't believe mm-hmm. this. I'm sick with a cold. AKA I literally have COVID. so it was the first time that I was able to just be like oh my throat is sore that's interesting what is this sensation and like what is this Mm -hmm. sensation and changing from that like was huge I feel like I never fully succumbed to the 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 COVID because of that it was a very strange and like enlightened experience I don't know I loved it so I'm curious like what were your takeaways good or bad from this whole experience Okay, I'll go. I just had to write them down because I knew I'd forget. So I've got three bullet points here. Number one, <laughs> stick to the bullet presence. points. Presence, <laughs> like a referral zone. <laughs> presence and mindfulness, the power of that. Because again, I, I don't think I would have had the opportunity really so perfectly to do that psychological experiment for myself um, if I didn't have, like, I could not go do stuff. I couldn't go sit in a coffee shop like I would have maybe on that Sunday or pretty much all my plans shifted. So practicing that throughout ever since has been really a game changer for my personal subconscious reprogramming practice and shadow work practice and all the inner child, all the stuff. Um, And then the second thing was seeing the true difference, like black and white, night and day difference between when my emotional needs are met versus when they are not met. Because the week before, I had a lot of unmet needs in the emotional world, like relational world. Like I didn't really feel, I was feeling, feeling lonely. And so like you said, being in that text thread where we're just communing and sending updates and just like having a little pod together there, just knowing that that was there dramatically increased Mm. my mood. Uh, And I was like, it's so strange that physically I don't feel well. Like I feel unwell. But emotionally, I have not felt this good in a long time because that and then there's some other things happening in the background of my life, too, that are just contributing to meeting my emotional needs. So if you're listening to this, don't underestimate the power of meeting your needs, your emotional needs. And then the last thing that I thought was really interesting, which kind of ties in, is how like my whole lifestyle is kind of slower because I'm not in a nine to five anymore. I coach, I like, 
don't work a whole, whole lot because I want to live my life. And I realized once I got COVID and was like, okay, it attacks your nervous system. So let's just put a lot of energy on nervous system work and healing. And because I got intentional about that, I realized how much time I was spending before thinking that I was being intentional about stuff, but really just had all of these just like channels of negative thought patterns and perceptions and still carrying all this like limiting belief stuff and not being truly present and with myself. Um, Like I had, like I was forced to be when I actually had COVID. Does that make sense? Mm, Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are my three. Do you imagine yourself just like planning a, a popped mucinex like the next <laughs> time you want to ascend? <laughs> I hope not. That or, would like, be kind of a Next time you need to get present, like <laughs> just reach for the bottle. <laughs> oh my God, no. That's like how to become an addict when I want. But um, um, it did make me think of like when I am committing to something – be it the procrastinative thing, like when I want to sit and watch TV and not do the thing, I need to really commit to not doing the thing and actually Mm. sit there and be present watching the TV instead of sitting there 95% watching the TV, 5% shaming and blaming myself for not being productive. Mm. So like actually committing to the choice that I'm making 100% instead of constantly living in this half in, half out, like trying to measure things always but never really following through lifestyle I hear that and again I think it all came back to learning that I had COVID understanding that it attacks your nervous system and then putting so much attention on getting into sympathetic like Mm. just commit to activating sympathetic mode in my nervous system Oh, I love Rachel that. Rachel coming out with the profound lesson. <laughs> Not surprised. Five D, you can get here too with a little Mucinex. So. <laughs> Kidding. No, I'm pretty sure you can actually use Mucinex to make like not nice drugs. So, which is why there's an age limit. Yeah. So you inspired me, Rachel, to uh, write some down. I have three top ones. Um, I have amazing women in my life. That was number one. Um, whether it be the group chat, whether it be people delivering me um, things from the grocery store or postmating me something from New York. Aww. Aww. Like very sweet, um, deep friendships, which I'm very thankful for. Um, number two is I need a new apartment. Mm. <laughs> I'm manifesting a one bedroom. I'm not going to be living in my studio much longer. This I've never been so sick of my living space. Ever. <laughs> um, it, I feel it, that. it was it was it was dark times. Um, <laughs> so not too but much. It looked I mean, amazing. You were like sending us photos of like breakfast in bed with like this very like, <laughs> yeah, just, like such vibe. a mood. Yeah, you had a vibe going. I'm like, damn, girl. Yeah, she packs a punch. She's small, but she she has She's a mighty. vibe. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I think that off of what, well, I, after being unemployed for so long, I'm very grateful to have a job where I can work from bed if I, if I feel like it. Uh, and number, this is number four. And last is that same thing you were saying, Rachel, about like fully being present in what you were doing. I'm finding that like my cell phone addiction is particularly high these days. I haven't really having a really hard time just being with myself Mm -hmm. and, 
um, even in the 10 days of like feeling like shit, I was noticing that that was the way that I was feeling, but not really changing it. You know, I was, mm. like, I was like, well, this yep. is hard. Flip, flip, flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, or I was like on a like neighborhood waddle because I like didn't have to <laughs> walk and I was like trying to call my mom like, you know, not trying to be by myself. Um, yeah. And just being kind to myself overall is mm. just something that's a practice for sure. So love that. I love yeah. that. Self and addiction is high right now. Mine too. It's really bad. Mm. Same. I don't I what is going on? Like it didn't it's last year was not like this. I don't know. I just feel oh. myself at this point when my dopamine reservoirs are low and I'm just like, it's happening. Excitement. This is Give why you're something. depressed. Put your phone down. <laughs> so I'll sabotage myself that. at night. It feels like a sabotage, but it's it's like a Robin Hood style sabotage where you're doing it for the greater good of mankind, mankind, which is in this case myself. I will purposefully put my phone in another room when I go to bed. Yeah, so that's I have to go find it in the morning. And in the morning, yes. I'm like, what the fuck did I do, Rachel? Why? But in the <laughs> moment, I'm like, <laughs> I spoon my phone at night. So uh, <laughs> I wake up and I'm either like big spoon or little spoon. <laughs> you never know which one. <laughs> oh my god, Rachel, or sorry, Leslie, you also talked about slowing down, which I thought was really interesting. You want to tell us more mm. about that? Did I talk? Did I say that in the group chat? In the group chat, yeah, you were like, wow, I just realized how much I'm, like, slowing down now. Or maybe that was just my interpretation. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was my uh, read on the situation. Yeah, I think that I just was so empty of energy. I I couldn't get out of bed. And Mm. so realizing that, you know, usually I exercise to feel good in my body, and I didn't – that wasn't an option. So – what are the things that I can do to feel good in my body right now? I can change my sheets and then take a nap because I'm exhausted and sweating. Um, (laughs) I can take a (laughs) bath. Uh, I can like rub my shoulders. I can like hug myself. I can do the dishes so I wake up and have a clean kitchen. Um, Which by the way, I don't know what's more satisfying than putting a cup or a bowl in like an empty sink and then just piling it back up <laughs> like over I have a I cannot do dishes like in a in a sustainable way I just like pile them up me too same until it's out of control um it's like a <laughs> dopamine hit every time I'm like ah see I get the dopamine from putting it in the clean dishwasher the brand new empty dishwasher I don't have a dishwasher mm. though so yeah I feel like I would I would relate to that if I had a dishwasher for sure. Yeah, I would too, Rach, for sure. But, you know, so yeah, those are, that was, thanks for reminding me of that. Cause yeah, I think that it's definitely, I I feel really grateful that I, I have the ability to move my body in general. And it was a good reminder of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's such a physical, yeah, it just gets you in your body. Like I think all of us are saying like the being in the present moment, being in the now, deciding how you're going to make your body feel better or zone out watching TV and committing to that 100%. Yeah, <laughs> I right, did that exactly. a lot. Like I'm about to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, it was, um, yeah, it was a doozy, but it was a 
pleasure going through it with both of you. To oh you my gosh, nice little but it wasn't in way. way. I know, yeah. me too. Yeah, it was <laughs> wonderful. And now I feel like going back out in the world is. Well, I'm still quarantined because I'm still testing positive, which is me so too. fucking funny. I just don't. Yeah. yeah. See, I'll I'll say I I have broken my quarantine. Um and I've been outside with people and I felt alive. Good for you. You're it was not a cool city. Yeah. At a certain point, the apartment feels like a jail, you know, you really. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a yeah. mental health move. Yeah. yeah. Good. And the people Good. that I was with, they all were like, we feel safe. So I was like, okay, if you know the deal and you feel safe, then that. that's. It's like an I ideal, have. ideal situation. Yeah. Too. Ideal. Well, given My, the circumstances. My mom offered to come up and visit me, and I was like, I got the COVID. Like, no. Mm. And she's like, well, I could be convinced to hang out with you outside. And I was like, Mom, if uh-huh. I give you COVID, I will never forgive myself, ever. Like, mm-hmm. that's it's going to be a hard pass for me. <laughs> yeah. But she was willing, which is, I don't, yeah. A testament yeah, to mother's it, love. Yeah, it's truly. It's weird how there's just so many different opinions out there about end of COVID Um whether it's whether it's you can spread it still or not or what the deal is like it's, it's almost so many part. um yeah it's hard yeah i i would say it's hard the sickness is not comfortable but when you are sick you the only option is the couch or the bed or wherever you yeah. you know like that's or all you've got <laughs> whereas once you start feeling healthy but you're still testing like faint positive or whatever it's like oh my god i need to live life again mm-hmm. so it's tough it's really tough yeah that's what kind of kickstarted my aggressive reframing when i had it cuz i've realized i'm in this I'm in a two bedroom apartment by myself with a backyard with access oh, to nature. Love so it's that. Like, I like, again, the contrast from feeling so emotionally unfulfilled beforehand and then having COVID, but then having my emotional needs met. I was like, I am really taking just so much for granted right now. Mm. So it was a yeah, nice. Yeah, you got a dishwasher, bitch. I know. I yes. feel so guilty. I didn't know you guys don't have dish. I'm like out here speaking from my dishwasher privilege with no regard. <laughs> you saying the truth, okay? We need to hear. We need to like, be expanded by you about this. Dishwasher, yeah. yeah. But like the greatest thing for me was my backyard because I have a little hammock out there. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to so lay. Nice. I would literally just lay on the pavement in the sun in my backyard and be like, this mm. almost feels like. I mean, real life context, I am sick with COVID in my backyard on Mucinex, but it feels like I'm 19 outside my parents' pool with a margarita by the side Fuck of my yes. hand. So I'm like, right. that's the mentally, 5D, baby. Yeah, that's the 5D. <laughs> I'm time anywhere. You're time traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I was like, I, I was in my backyard, uh, backyard. I was like on the like concrete next to trash cans trying to get vitamin D. Yeah, because <laughs> Leslie kicked off the text saying this COVID strain really likes or like it's really good to get 20 minutes of sun yeah. for vitamin D. So I feel like all of us were really kind of on that train to like get it every day. Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I do have, if I go out my window, I have like a little uh, – area on my roof that I bought some turf um yeah it was cute until it's (laughs) until it's no longer suiting me you know now there's Mm -hmm. dust out there one of the turfs blew off the off the roof so now I only have one 
Um, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm really happy for your hammock, and I'm going to manifest <laughs> Uh, you're going to find an amazing apartment soon. You're very magnetic, oh, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Come over to the city. <laughs> We're excited for you. Okay. Um, I wonder if we can do like a quick rundown of things that helped get you through COVID because I feel like that was also one of my favorite things about our text chain is like sharing resources of what we needed. So I'll kick it off. Um, I got immunity shots from Whole Foods. Those were yes. amazing. Mm. Yes. I made ramen every other day and that like bone, just having chicken broth, bone broth, that was so helpful. Mm, um, I finally got aspirin it towards the end, which was great. I'm pregnant. So that's kind of the only uh, thing that I can take for pain and fever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, um, UCSF told me to rub a little bit of um, Vicks Vapor Rub underneath my nostrils mm-hmm. when I was um, congested. That actually felt like really good. What else? Sleep. Sleep. Most important thing was like, for me, I noticed a huge difference when I went to bed at a reasonable hour and like intentionally set myself up to have good sleep. Mm. Such a difference the next day. Such a difference. Plus one to all of that. Yeah. I would only add um, lots of fluids, like whether it's the immunity shot or... (laughs) What my friends and I used to say. My, shout out to my East Coast friends. Hydrate or dihydrate. That was exactly. our summer motto. Hydrate or dihydrate, <laughs> baby. Drinking, I was drinking ginger ale. I was drinking Gatorade, and then after day four, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna cut back on the sugar." Um, mm. And I got like a lower sugar, um, like electrolyte drink, then just water and lemon, um, and zinc. I ate mm. a lot of zinc. Um, a multivitamin, um, L lithine is, um, uh, one of our mutual friends, um, who's in the TBM group. She is a nutritionist and she was talking about how that's really effective for your immune system. So I've been popping, um, a thousand milligrams of that a day in addition to a multivitamin. Um, and then all of like the beekeepers natural products, I've been going hard on those, like the, uh, the immunity spray, um, and the brain, uh, the brain, uh, fuel that has like royal jelly in it. Oh, nice. For the brain fog? Brain fog, yeah. Brain fog. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for sharing your stories. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thanks for, um. This was my first podcast ever. It was fairly oh fun. God. What'd you think? Tell it was us. great. It was great. On record. I love that. <laughs> we were gentle, right? For sure. Yeah. Oh, fun. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I wish everyone good health and um, a quick recovery. If you're listening and you've got the Rona, you're not alone. <laughs> Get into some community if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thank you for being here. All right. Of course. Mwah. Love you, Sarah. Love you, Rach. XOXO. That's it for today's show. 
Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple Podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And please share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. Of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. And if you're interested in supporting the show and being part of the Lit AF community, join our Patreon by visiting sarahcohan.com forward slash tip jar. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash tip jar. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week. Thank you.